Gospel according to Matthew, the 21st chapter. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to the people, listen to another parable. If uh, there was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a fence around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a watchtower, then he leased it to tenants and went to another country. When the harvest time had come, he sent his slaves to the tenants and collected his produce, but the tenants seized his slaves and beat one and killed another and stoned another. Again, he sent other slaves, more than the first, and they treated them in the same way. Finally, he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and get his inheritance. So they seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. Now when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do with those tenants? They said to him, he will put those wrenches to a miserable death and lease the vineyard to other tenants who will give him the produce uh, at harvest time. Jesus said to them, have you never read in the scriptures the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? This was the Lord's doing, and it is amazing in our eyes. Therefore I tell you, kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to people that will be the pe a people that produce the fruits of the kingdom. The one who falls on the stone will be broken into pieces and it will crush everyone in whom it falls. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard about this parable, they realized he was speaking about them. They wanted to arrest him, but they feared the crowds because they regarded him as a prophet. The gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. Can I have the kids come up? They're still right now? Yeah. Oh, that's some. Yes! Yes! Good morning, Sunshine. Mercy are yours from the triune God. Amen. Before I start, uh, I um, was going to mention this in the announcements, I totally forgot. Um, I, um, I sent Helga a message yesterday uh, just saying, um, let me know. Don't, you don't have to respond now, just let me know you guys are okay. She sent the message back um, immediately said we are all fine, and in her words, she said, we expect the party to begin tomorrow, which would be today. So, uh, yes, uh, if you have watched the news at all this morning, the uh, not-so-fun days um, in Gaza have started, and from what the news has said, this is nothing. It's going to get really ugly. So, um, yeah. That live uh, 
But this is not a story about the landowner and the wealth that he deserves to get, or about the hard work the tenants have put into the harvest. The story is about how God tries over and over to make things right. Notice that Jesus never speaks about the punishment from the landowner. The people make that decision as to what should happen. But Jesus never goes there with the people because God's way through Jesus is different than what we expect. It's easy to look at the world and see insanity and faith being expected. But I can't help believe that our faith can be seen sometimes as insanity. We are to forgive over and over again. We are to love over and over again, even if the situation of the people on the other end never change. We are to give over and over and not expect anything in return. The world doesn't teach us that, mind you. The world tells us to not forgive and to hold grudges. That can be seen in the response by, by the people Jesus is speaking to. The world tells us that if at first you don't succeed, well, you're a loser. You probably should step aside for someone else who is smarter or faster or stronger than This, again, is a parable of how God's world is not like our world. And I don't fully understand God's world. I like it, but I don't get it. Here's what I know, but I don't fully understand. God's love is for everyone. That's called grace. Grace is for me and you, and for those who who have no desire to be in the church whatsoever and may say negative things about organized religion. Grace is for those in Sunday school and confirmation and those in prison. Grace is for those living in a mansion or a very beautiful, modest home, and it's for those living on the streets. Grace is for innocent children and not-so-innocent people of other generations. And while I find comfort in some of that, I'm not sure I'm finding all of that true. I mean, I am, but it's hard. God's grace is for those who have children and those who will never understand what it's like to give birth. And I struggle with that. God's grace is for those who work hard to follow rules and for those who don't feel rules are for them. And for those who feel that they are above the law. And I struggle with that. Grace is beautiful. And it's a very difficult gift. Remember when I started with if at first you don't succeed? From the very beginning, hu beginning humans screwed up. And God was determined to make things 
results until God realized the truth about us and created a fail-proof plan, one that we can't screw up. We don't fully get that plan, but it works. God came to earth and lived with us and showed us what never-ending forgiveness looks like. Showing us what it means to, to truly care for your neighbor. He showed us what it means to give your all for those you love. If at first you don't succeed, look to God and see that maybe one more try is the answer. The stone that the village rejected became the cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is amazing in our eyes. Thanks be to God.